Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808 and a Hip Hop Heads Talking Horror edition. I wanted to say it's the core four in the house. Unfortunately, we haven't oh, got Thomas three. Hobbs today. Damn. We haven't got Thomas Hobbs, but he is here in spirit. So it's kind of like the core four are here. Mike Seatown from Dead End Hip Hop and Alaska Adams from Call Out Culture. Uh, how so are nice. you guys? How are you? Doing well. Good, Doing good. well. No complaints. Yeah. Yep. Good. I, I like the fact that no one's giving anything away about how they feel about Scream 6, which is what we're talking <laughs> about today. I think it's quite hard to talk about a film like Scream or any of the Screams without spoilers. So people who don't want spoilers, go watch the film and then listen to this because I think that's the best way to have this chat is with the spoilers. It's for you. <laughs> Strange that you and I have never spoken on the phone. This is long overdue. What is this place? A shrine. <laughs> Did you miss me? He's gonna keep coming after us. Maybe he gets to win this time. We've got to lure him in. And then we execute him. Scream. I hear you're a horror fan. It's been said. Let's kick off initial thoughts. We've all seen it now. It's been out about a week and a bit. It's broken ridiculous box office records I've seen again. So it has landed, it seems. Uh, so there probably will be a number seven. What are your first or hottest or initial takes from Scream 6? I mean, ultimately, I'm kind of disappointed in it. It was cool. Like I was enjoying the ride for a while, but at some point it just stopped being interesting. I spent way too much time on Gale. Like I don't ever need to see Gale again. <laughs> and the... The ending was just like, it was such a letdown. It was really like rehashed. It was really kind of corny. I was like, this is a bummer. Like as much as like they tried to like the killer from the last one where he was like, I know it's a bummer that it's me. I thought that that was like, so when he said that, that actually made me appreciate it. There was nothing that made me appreciate who the killers were like, cool. There was a, there was a third one. Who a shit. And it was like, it just didn't hit on any level for me. No, no, I was going to say, so before I go to Mike, though, is that for you then, like, we're all different types of Scream fans. I do want to get into our relationship with Scream as a franchise in the first few films. But for you, is the reveal, like, end monologue thing something you put a lot of importance on? Or are you more about, you know, the set pieces, the kills, the character arcs? Which which way are you usually? Or is it all of it? I, I never have in the past, but this one was so bad. <laughs> that it like it killed me like I, I i actually thought three was a really fun movie and i know a lot of people hate three mm. um and the killer i mean it, it became such a farce by that point that it was like it was fine i mean parker posey playing gail weathers was unbelievably great mm, that was, um that was whereas this one like they tried to make it like this is going to be like hardcore it's going to blow your minds when you see it. Like the twist, like there's never been another ghost. There's never been a ghost face like me. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, let's see what's happening. A lie. Like actually there was, there was a ghost face just like you in in part two. Like it's the exact same killer motif from part two. 
Yeah. So it, yeah, it just was kind of like meh. So 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 Mike, uh, where, whereabouts are you on it then? On your initial take? I am. I don't think me and Alaska have ever agreed more. Oh yeah, this was this was a really serious bummer for me. Um, I know I tweeted at you guys and I was just like, yeah, oof, fucking oof. That's what I thought when I walked out. I was just like, are you serious? Mm. That's it. You know, and and it started off like it was going to be really, really, really interesting. Yeah. And then it just, it took too many fucking lame turns. They brought back people that I was actually stoked to see, but they didn't do shit. Interesting. The motivation of the killers. I was just like, this is dumb. And then the fact that like the stakes were so fucking low, like they, they seemed like they were afraid to kill any, like they killed no one important, no one. So yeah, I'm with Alaska. I feel like this was really, it was just a bummer. They Mm -hmm. had, they had, they had it set up to where this could be really cool and it went nowhere. It actually made me want to go back and rewatch three because I saw both of your, I think it was both of y'all's rankings. I don't think Thomas ranked yet, Mm. Um, but I believe both of y'all had um three as lowest and then six as next lowest mm, or yes. maybe maybe cam maybe that wasn't you cam i thought it was, it was either me. you or thomas it okay was, it was, it was you. me yeah because uh, thomas hasn't okay. watched it yet but i think three is still near the bottom for him as well uh i'd love yeah. to know if people have got three in their top three because that that'd be <laughs> wild i'd love to know that uh but no you're, you're right you're right absolutely I, I i my journey with this film is so weird like mm. I, I remember watching it I was in, man, that first intro scene. I put a lot of importance on that first scene. For me, like, that's why I love Screen 4, because, yes, people rip it, but that intro is still my favourite intro next to the original. It's such a The intro's great. Yeah, the intro's fantastic. And they're Mm -hmm. knowing, and they kind of pick the cast perfectly as well at points. Uh, But, yeah, this intro, I'm in. And we're going to go into more of these little bits in a bit. I don't want to tread too much into those uh, territories because we need to break some of this shit down, I really do. But that intro was, even though it was the most fucking ridiculous decisions to ever make, I was fully on board with it. I was kind of fully on board with it. I was like, don't do that. You're a film professor. Oh, actually, if we're leaning into this, let's see where it goes. The reveal... I thought, is this going to be POV from Ghostface? Are we going to get that? That my mind would have mm-hmm. been like blown, even if they didn't land that. The audacity to try it, um, but so yes. you know, and then and then it gets so good. I thought it was really good at one point, and then that last act, mm-hmm. I, I, I laughed out loud at points, which I haven't done in a screen film. Like even, I'll give you, I this is my favorite franchise, if not my favorite franchise. So it's like. I do kind of really give them a lot of credence, but that last scene, uh, I'll tell you what I laughed out loud was, uh, spoilers obviously, uh, The so Sam's up the top, uh, the cop is up the top, she's killed the kids, both the kids are gone, she shot the daughter in the head, and then she clicks, and she hasn't got any ammo left, right? And then Dermot, what's his name again? The cop, oh, I can't remember his name now, Dermot something. Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Connor McDermott or something. I don't know. One of those things. Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. He has a gun in his hand and he runs at her and she runs at him and she has no... No one... I was was laughing out loud thinking that's such a bad thing for such a good film at some points to do. So my (laughs) journey's been that. I, I went full. This is one of the worst films, I think. And now... Now that we've come to recording, I actually like it. <laughs> I actually like it. I actually don't like no, more. I think about the the film as a whole. <laughs> there are moments in it where I'm like, "Shit, this is actually all right. This is actually quite good." Um, 
But granted, I've only watched it once, so maybe it's my own head doing that. Uh, mm. But but before we go into bits then, because I just wanted to go on a bit of a nostalgia trip with you guys anyway, because I don't think I've actually ever... We spoke about Scream 5, but I don't think we really talked about what the Scream franchise is to us, like where it ranks, how, you know, what relationship to it is. Did we love it when we first started? Did we hate it? Hello? Hello? Who is this? If you tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with the scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Alaska, for you, what, what is it for this like this franchise before you went to Scream that you've got going on? Um, I, I mean, I really appreciate this franchise a lot. Um, it's it's really competent through the whole thing. Like, even this one's pretty fucking competent. Like, to me, it's the worst one, but mm. it's still, like, better than most franchises' best movie. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and if you if you look at just, like, the sort of number of good movies in this franchise versus, say, like, Halloween, mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Like, you know, it's just, it's quality work all the way through. Um, I actually kind of came back around to screen like i stopped after three i don't think i I saw four Mm. and then i got back into it because my daughter wanted to see it oh so we watched it and i was like fuck i forgot i forgot how good this was like you know because you had scary movies or parodies of it yeah yeah. um it kind of became like part of the, the culture to an extent where you have a memory of it based off of the cultural experience with it. Mm, definitely. Um, so like going back to it and seeing it with fresh eyes really blew my mind. Um, I think I was disappointed with four only because I saw like, I was watching one of those stupid, like what culture videos where they're like the 10 scariest horror movie endings. And they're oh, like, no. they <laughs> gave away the killer of screen four. Mm, I, no. I can't fault them for it. It was like 15 years later. It's my fault. Um, but I, I knew who the killer was going into it, which really kind of spoiled it a little bit for me. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, but um, overall, like I, I don't, I don't have like a relationship with this the way I do with like Friday the 13th okay. or evil dead um, or even like terrifier. Like those franchises to me are like the, the pinnacle, mm. like there's, even Friday the 13th, which has shitty, shitty movies in it. Mm. I, I love every single one of the Friday the 13th movies. I don't care how outlandish it is. Um, because those were the movies I saw during my formative years. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like the same thing with the music you have during your formative years. Like, there's there's a spiritual connection to you with that. And I don't have that with um, Scream. Mm. But I do have a love for Scream. Like, I get excited when there's going to be a Scream movie. I get stoked for it. Mm. I don't have a screen t-shirt. I have a Halloween t-shirt. I have a Terrifier t-shirt. Mm. Um, you know, like Scream, Scream still. Like I even, I even like the TV shows. Like mm-hmm. I watched the TV shows a couple times through, and I think the TV shows were better than this movie, to be honest with you. But um, 
I, I love Scream. I got like nothing bad to say against Scream. Even even though I'm going to critique this movie mm. somewhat harshly, I still like have a real strong appreciation for this this series. And I think of like all of like the the requels that have come out, mm-hmm. like Scream Five was the best by far. Like yeah, you know, I mean I guess it's like Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like what are, what other ones were there? But mm. you know, Scream Scream Five is a masterwork to me. My bro, I'm so and glad like you're the, there with the that. horror slasher movie. Yeah, I'm so but, glad you're there. But with this that. was a fucking step down. It wasn't as bad of a step down as like Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, which I literally was like laughing my fucking ass off through. <laughs> um, but we don't find that it's, Yeah, yeah. Overall, overall, like. Scream! Scream is good. Scream is my shit. So, so th- what's interesting there? Before I move too much, I was going to say is this uh, tethering we've got to a pop cultural mm-hmm. moment in your formative years, and Scream for me, it's kind, it is my spiritual connection because mm-hmm. I clearly remember I was that kind of dick at school who was like, "Yeah, you're into that, but I'm into like the real shit," and I was that dickhead, you know, that was walking around. And so I remember, like, I grew up- probably all were. If I- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. That, so anybody in the audience who wants to know where you're who you who you're talking with today, these are the dickheads who, who were in your school who were like yeah, you know, exactly, yeah, exactly. we love forever, not 36 chambers, that kind of guy. That was that guy. Uh, so but what, what what was interesting about Scream was uh, it, it was so popular, but I always had that feeling of I loved Wes from a kid. So Nightmare is probably mm-hmm. my biggest gateway into horror. Next to Jaws, probably my biggest gateway into horror. Uh, and then Slasher Flicks, bang, Freddy, right? So, you, you, and, and Jason. So more than Jason, mm-hmm. I was Freddy as, as a kid mm-hmm. growing up. And uh, on top of that, you get uh, all the Chuckies and all that stuff as well. But what I loved about Scream was it was tethered to that because you had Wes, Hills of Eyes, Last House on the Left, that guy who's revamped himself which I don't think Carpenter, who I think is probably between them two for my favourite horror director, I don't know if Carpenter really revamped himself that well into pop culture, like young, youthful pop culture, that to this day is kind of still there. And uh, even in this film, you get that Easter egg of his his porn uh, director name on the bodega, right? So it's like even, what's his name? Abe Snake. Abe Snake. And it's like, they've still got this stuff to Wes that I love. Um, so screen for me was that uh, of just like, oh, wow, it's my old, my present and my future kind of thing, past, present, and future mm. kind of stuff. But for Mike, Mike, for you then, where Scream stand for you? What's your history with it? First of all, that's really, really interesting um, what you said. But yeah, uh, so Scream, I got into the franchise a bit late. Um, I watched the first one and I really liked it. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched the second one when it came out and liked it, but I just didn't give a shit after that. Cause it was a bit too, it was a bit too silly and comedy ish for me. And I don't like comedy horror in general. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I like dead alive and evil dead, but I'm not like Shaun of the dead. No, like that shit's too, it's too silly for me. Um, I like seeing people get fucked up and actually like, I want, <laughs> I want, I want the people in the movie, like actually scared that they're getting fucked up, not laughing about getting fucked up, but like, um, okay. I think when Scream 4 came out, I think that's when I went back because it had the the chick from Heroes. And I was like, oh, chick from Heroes is in Scream. Let me go watch this shit and see what's going on. Um, so then I went back and watched them. And, and yeah, I've, I've enjoyed them all for the most part. But um, there are definitely turds that feel like turds. Whereas, um, like Alaska was saying with, with uh, Friday the 13th, 
there are turds, but they're still good. Like Jason Goes to Manhattan is a fucking turd, but I can watch it any day of the week and still be super entertained. <laughs> whereas I don't remember feeling that way with three. I don't remember feeling entertained. I, I feel like I remember being like, God, what the fuck? This is trash. Yeah. And even when they bring in uh, uh, the chick that has the fucking mental powers and I think it's seven, you know, I was still like, it's a Jason movie. You know, they didn't have X-Men in Jason before, but this works with this one. And with three, it's just like, mm, y'all are trying something new, but it's not hidden. <laughs> y'all didn't, y'all didn't yeah. either think this through all the way or you didn't go all the way there. Like you went halfway there and it's like, eh, I don't care. But yeah, Scream is a franchise. I think it's good because it's really smart. Yeah. You know, back when this stuff was coming out, I was still a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, and I'm still that. So yeah. it felt like this, there was that kind of quirky, snarky humor with horror, and it fit. But um, yeah, I, I can totally understand why people find this to be their favorite franchise. It's actually a really intelligent, without being like elevated horror. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> intelligent. Uh, horror franchise. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you remember this, but I was, what, 15, right? 15, 16, when Scream 1 came out. And mm. at that point, it wasn't ever about horror then. The Probably the best yeah. horror film around that time was Bram Stoker's Dracula. And I didn't even like that that much as a kid. I got yeah, into that, that more. But like, I have to say, oh. we, were, we were digging for cassettes of Exorcist and Texas Chainsaw and um, mm-hmm. Last House on the Left and stuff like that. We were actually going back. In about early 90s, mm-hmm. mid-90s, I found myself going back mm-hmm. to the 70s and 80s, like mining those mines. When Scream came out, I do feel like it was a bit of a revival in horror films, just generally. Big studios doing a few more, and they were all Scream kind of offspring uh the best one probably being this uh the cabin in the woods for me i thought that was i mm. loved i love that uh but that i loved how um it kind of revived horror a little bit as well and it's never been able to re like you can't re-blueprint horror again it's hard enough to do it one time so every film has that kind of task to live up to like the old Mike, it's kind of like you can't how do you how do you uh, you know one up and what you've done but if we're going into this film then scream six i was going to ask you guys do you want to uh, we've both got negatives right i've also got some positives which way do you guys want to go do you want to go to some positives or do you let's just unpack the shit okay I, I, i'm gonna go with positives yeah. then let's go for positives okay and then then pe- right. people can you know then we really shit on it so if we go if we go into right uh this the intro that i've talked about my my love for the intro what did you guys think to the intro is it important to you what did you guys think to that intro I, I thought the intro was pretty, pretty fucking solid. Um, I was, when I was watching, I was like, the phone call, the voice, I was like, Tony Ravioli, like, I know that voice already. So, like, I hope they're not going to make him the killer because I already know who it is. If it's, if it's him mm-hmm. because of his voice, I was familiar with it and I knew he was in the movie. Um, and I, I agree, like, you know, luring the person down the alley that's supposedly like a college professor um, who studies slashers for their PhD. Um, that said, if you know people who work in academia, <laughs> yeah, yeah, savage, you know, it, it's not mm. that far fetched. Um, okay, and you know, I thought I thought that was great. I thought like going back to his apartment was a real nice touch. Um, I don't know if you, if you all saw Sick. I did. Yeah, it kind of had like elements of that. Yeah. In that scene, I mean, I'm sure like they have nothing to do with each other, but it was like that feeling of like 
you know, that early protagonist like getting fucked up in his in his house. It was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I thought it, I thought the, the I I enjoyed the hell out of the intro. Um, you know, when you open the fridge and you see like his, his boy just shot. <laughs> that was brilliant. Stack, like, that me. was brilliant. I was like, oh, yeah. is, I'm here for this. If this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's like some real like grindhouse type shit. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. I really appreciated that. I was, so I, yeah, I, I had no beef with the intro. Um, I like uh, what's her name, Samara Weaver. She's great. I mean, mm-hmm. he's great in everything she's in. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like, I don't know if you saw Mayhem or um, Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Like, fantastic in both of those. Ready or Not. Uh, I, yeah. I like The Sitter. I don't know if you guys like The Sitter. I like but, the but she was great. The I do like The Sitter. Yeah. I do like The Sitter. Good shout. I don't think I saw it. Oh, it's very yeah, much. The Sitter's pretty dope. Yeah. It's, it's super stylish. I can't hear for that. Can't hear for yeah, that. It's that dude, Mick G. Um, oh, yeah. He's his Mick G. From Terminator yeah. Salvation fame, right? Is that the guy? Yeah. He was just yeah. huge so, and at one point. <laughs> yeah, he was. He did like Charlie's Angels and shit and all these music videos. Um, but there's a, also the sequel to that that has um, Samara Weaving and um, Jenna Ortega. Ortega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ortega, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're both in that together. Yeah. I mean, this this is the thing. They got the casting right. I enjoyed the set pieces. I enjoyed that he bumps into her on the way home. Again, you're thinking, oh yeah. shit, is this the POV of Ghost Face? I'm mm-hmm. here for it. And then that um yeah. feeling of, you know, when he's on the phone and he's like going, Yeah, like I got blue balls from like stabbing her and shit. Like, I had blue balls where I need to go into murder. You know, I need to murder her. And she felt like not and that and then the fuck the movies line was just really I thought it set it up so nicely, maybe too nicely for it to kind of live up to. Mike on that intro, uh digging it. Oh yeah, I loved I loved the intro. Um, so unlike unlike Alaska, I didn't know that dude's voice. I I really only know him from that show Servant. Um, <laughs> I know he was in Spider Man, but I don't I don't really know much else about him. Grand Budapest um, Hotel, I think that's where I remember it, him from. I think he was also in Dope as well. Oh okay, really? Wait, yeah, are, we thinking, are we talking so. about the same guy? The um um the the first guy the one who takes his mask off yeah oh i didn't know he was that old to be in dope that's cool his name's Um, jason right because then he's watching jason as well his i think his name is jason yeah Yeah. in the movie yeah Yeah. he played he played jib in dope oh wow okay right on good but um good pull yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known his voice so um the only person i knew in that scene was samara from uh ready or not and i was like oh awesome she's in this cool but i was like oh she's gonna die because it's you know intro it's the first scene but yeah like of course luring her down the alley was just ridiculous because i mean the guys on the phone he's like oh i don't see you do you see me and she's like no well i'm definitely on this street and i'm like dude like you're looking at the end of the alley and there's a building he's clearly not there why are you walking further into the like you think he's gonna uh, like appear like one of those doctor strange holes like what do you think (laughs) is gonna happen here so that part was a bit silly, but it screamed. So I'm like, I'm I'm here for it. Then the way that he killed her was like, oh wow, that mm-hmm. was good. Like he killed the shit out of her. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm 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 ready for it. But then when we find out that she's like his teacher and she's specializes in slashers, it's like, all right, so one, you're an idiot. Cause like, come on, you study slashers and you really did this. Two, I was like, I'm not buying that these kids chose to kill their super hot fucking 
you know, slasher movie teacher instead of like, why wouldn't you pick somebody else that sucks? Because did she, they explain that? Maybe I because, missed it. Because she gave him a bad grade on his Giallo dissertation, which was great because this film, oh, that's right. this film is really that's Giallo. Right. And I was like, I like that reference because it was a very Giallo intro. And the way he was right. like, she dissed my Giallo knowledge. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, if that's how we're going, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're 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 right. That makes that makes us. I did forget about that because I do remember in the theater thinking that it was cool that they even referenced Giallo. Mm. And you're right, like that kill was very because it was like it pans to her face real close, and yeah. it's the whole like. So yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, but it was a good intro. And, and the reveal, the re- I, I never have seen that. Like, I mean, none, none mm-hmm. of us have in an intro. So the reveal, it was just, you know, you're waiting for Scream to do something different and it did something different. But one thing that mm-hmm. I do think, another pro, I suppose, uh, they've kind of completely landed on an incredible hot talent like General Ortega, who's like huge, like at the moment. So it's very interesting what she's kind of making this franchise even more relevant just by being in it. Mm-hmm. And I have heard people dissing her acting as in um it's very placid maybe or like there's not there's not much emotion going back in there. this specific episode or because uh, I, th- I thought she was trash in this episode uh, yeah i think mainly about this she mailed it in yeah and absolutely the writing didn't help like someone who's gone through such a mm-hmm. torturous year is it six nine months or whatever mm-hmm. and uh to just still be going at party. Maybe that's how young people do react to sh- trauma, maybe. But uh, maybe I'm not looking at Scream for kind of that anyway, I suppose. But what it did do well, and I don't know, again, many franchises do this really well, which was how hard is it, right, to build from fresh and right an interesting and sustainable character in a horror legacy franchise? And Sam Carpenter, you know, be it at the detriment of the new characters of this film who are so thinly written, it's ridiculous, but they do really dig more into her and General Tegas kind of just servicing her character a little bit more, I think. But Sam Carpenter's great. I actually really like her because in this film as well, she really revels in the, oh, you're down another brother. Like that line really got me in the end. And I was like, oh shit, she's going in. And then like, she kind of smiles at the killer when her brother, like one of the best kills is the die like a fucking virgin as she twists a knife in that guy's mm. mouth. Yeah. And I fucking love I mean, that. That was pretty great. Such a good line. Great kill. Then you pan, I think it pans to Sam and she looks at the sister with a note like Billy Loomis would like, Oh, I'm really reveling in this now. Like your, like mm-hmm. your brother's just stopped. And I thought Sam Carpenter to do what they do for the rest of the film and then bring them little bits out credit to her, but also kind of credit to that arc and the time they spend on it. So that is a positive for me, like going into seven. Now there's some stakes. There are no stakes in this film or they're very low and hopefully seven they've load overloaded seven now that they kill off all of them. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they've got, they'll hit more, I think, but a film can't be thinking about its second one. It's got to stand on its own two feet, right? So, yeah, I don't know what you guys yeah. think of Sam Carpenter and um, Melissa Barrera, is it? Melissa Barrera, isn't it? And yeah, Melissa Barrera. I've never seen her in anything before this. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm on, on the Melissa Barrera hype train. Absolutely. What about you guys? I, I really didn't like her. Oh, sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You already started. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I didn't really like her in six, um, but I thought she was like standout. And I'm sorry, I didn't like her in five. Mm. but I thought she was standout in six. Like I really like, mm-hmm. I thought like they kind of switched, switched in their performance. Like I thought Jenna Ortega was great in five and um, Sam Carpenter was like, meh. 
but I, I thought she really killed it. I actually really liked everyone in the core four except for uh, uh, Tara in this one. I do as well. I, I, and I, I really, I really didn't like the Randy Sandins in the first one. I found them annoying. Oh, Randy um, was my spirit. Something animal. about them in this one. Randy was. I, I don't. Know, I love Randy. I just didn't like the. I didn't like the stand-ins. So like his, oh, his niece, his niece yeah. and nephew were stand-ins. I just didn't really. I don't know. It felt like felt annoying, and maybe it's because I'm around people that age all the time at work. But um, it didn't like feel like authentic. But um, I, I did quite enjoy them in this one. Like I thought both Mindy and Chad were were really good as well. Mm. Mm. What, what, about, what about you, Mike? Um, I agree with Tara. I don't know what the fuck was going on with Jenna Ortega. Um, I've liked her in everything that I've seen her in so far. I, I'm not on the, I don't think I'm on the train of thinking like she's some amazing actress. I just think she's really good when she's in shit. Yeah. She commands the scene and she does a good job. This, she was like oddly melodramatic in some scenes or she was just completely fucking flat in other scenes yeah. and that that could be the writing i don't know because i feel like all of the good writing went into sam's arc yeah you know <laughs> like her going to the therapist and like y'all were saying the subtle smile she gives at the end when she's killing um i thought that was well done but jenna ortega's character was Whack, whack. Mm. Wait, was that the question? Were you asking specifically about Jenna Ortega or Sam? You're asking about Sam. Yeah, right? but no, I suppose they go hand in hand as they are both kind of the leads. I know Sam Moore is, but sure. I totally agree, by the way, Alaska's point. And the last one, I loved Sam as a character, but it was Jenna who was really, from mm -hmm. that intro, from the intro alone. And she's great. She, unfortunately, mate, she carried a film with Mia Goth, though. And I think Mia Goth is a giant. Right? Mia Goth is a giant. Yeah. And they're both an ex. And this is another mm -hmm. thing. It's just interesting to see where their careers are now. Like, this girl's done quite a few horror films and she's quite popular. I don't know if it goes hand in hand, that horror, it might become a bit more popular now in the mm -hmm. more big studios start doing more of it. I don't know. After Marvel, what happens? I don't know. But like, um, yeah, just interesting to see where they are right now in their careers. And uh, again, Melissa Brown, interesting to see what she does next. Just like Jack Quaid in the first, in number five, uh, the first one of these re revamps. Um, I'm so interested. I think he's in Oppenheimer next. I think he's in Oppenheimer, which is Christopher Nolan's new film. And I'm mm. looking forward to seeing yeah. just his career, where his goes. But um, yeah, going to a few more positives then. I do have a few here. I'm going to list a few just like one worders because I don't want to dig too much mm. into them. But uh, sub set pieces, subway scene. Yes. I love the way that was directed. I Me thought too. there was some genuine suspense. Was it as suspenseful as... Dewey's death, probably not. Dewey's death is kind of really big, I think, in the whole, mm -hmm. despite it, the, the the idea that a little girl can pick him up and do that. But if you forget that for a second, the actual scene is amazing. High stakes, incredible payoff. Um, I don't know if they this film has that, but number seven may. This one doesn't really as much, but it does have great set pieces, like the subway scene, the lighting, and the way they split up, and the comedy elements where she's looking at him and stuff. I don't know, what do you guys think to the subway mm -hmm. scene? As a New Yorker, the subway scene bothered me. Oh, go on. Yeah. One, I've never had an issue getting to the train the way that they have. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been like, <laughs> and it's never been like that. <clears throat> the other thing is when you live here and you get separated, you know that you get off at the next stop and wait for everybody to get up together. Mm. It's just like, it's protocol. Like, you don't like, I mean, I guess maybe they're adults and they're like, we're going to meet there, but 
feel like if you're in a situation like that where like stakes are high and like somebody's gonna get killed like you stay together you don't let like one person trail off especially like the main three characters they're gonna let like, the one person disappear yeah no like you're like meet us at the next stop cell phones fucking work in the subways you could text each other and you can make that happen like it bothered the hell out of me like that's where it started falling apart <laughs> the subway see the subway etiquette the subway etiquette got, got to you. They are yeah. they're from California though, right? As as uh, in the first film, right? So, yeah, so yeah. But they maybe, they've been there long enough that they should know their way should. around. She's got a fucking therapist in New York already. <laughs> already, you know I, mean? I thought you they're came there long. I thought when you got there, they gave mid-terms. you one. It's, it's midterms, <laughs> right? Like, dude, you talk about getting his midterm grade back, which means that they're already in November at least. So they've been here for. Well, a it's Halloween, months. right? It's Halloween. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And it, that's another thing. Midterms wouldn't have happened by that time. God, I somebody love- works in a university. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> the academia the university subtext here. New York, you know, the university in New York that they have. Like, yeah, I work at that actual university. Oh, so, okay. You know, was it Black? I understand, like. Blackmore University. Blackmore, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they use Columbia's campus and then they use like sort of like iconography of NYU. But um, yeah, it just, that, that whole scene bothered me. Sorry. I don't no, to, like, no, rain don't, don't apologize. I, I yeah. asked for the take. What about you, Mike? What did you think? <laughs> so, okay, let's get this part out of the way. As a non-New Yorker, I actually still feel Alaska's issues because we have Marta here. And the first thing I was thinking, I'm like, all right, bro, if a killer is behind y'all's train and brother and sister like get off at the next stop and wait why did y'all and and they didn't at any point seem concerned about the fact that they were running late like where is what's her name mindy mindy yeah where the fuck is mindy at they no one seemed really concerned about this so that part did irk me because it just seems stupid but I'm with Cam. That scene, the way it was done, I was fucking in. Because mm. I'm sitting there like, all right, yo, like, where, like, who is the killer on the train? Or are these, because I already said, like, the masks were selling a lot. So it was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. These could just be regular ass people. And the way they were doing the lights going out. Yeah. And, you know, ghost That doesn't happen on the train either. I know. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say that. It did in like the early 90s, but it doesn't happen on the train anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was legit going to say, like, they may as well have just made them go into a, t- I don't know. Like, yeah. I've, as many times I've been in New York and ridden the subway or rode the subway, and as many times as I rode the Marta here, that's never, literally never happened. But yeah. <laughs> for movies, we just kind of ride with it. Yeah. But I, so I did like the fact that like he's looking this way, lights go out, it comes back on, he's looking this way, and we're still like, is that the killer? Mm. Yeah. But this was the kill out of the entire movie. Well, maybe not the main one, but this was one of the ones that pissed me off the most. Because I know you have to suspend disbelief when you go into these kinds of movies, mm. but we're seriously supposed to believe that Mindy got fucking gutted and in a couple hours, she's fucking hanging out, making jokes again. It was stupid. It's like, let her die. Yeah. I liked her character yeah. a lot. I really liked her character, mm. even though she was annoying as fuck. But her getting stabbed, I was legit in the theater like, yo, here we go. Yeah, Here we go. This sucks. I hate to see her go, but it had to happen. But this and is, then it didn't mm-hmm. fucking happen. But this is the thing about one of the bigger problems. And it, I suppose we can dig into it now, which is one of the, if you are going to do commentary, which it does do, 
And it yeah. does do some stuff really well. I think yeah. the cancel culture, conspiracy theory, true crime aspect. Yeah. I was in. I actually did. I thought that was quite well done. When they started yeah. getting into the franchise talk, mm. it started to creak a little bit. And I think that <laughs> is when you're actually the film explaining and proving that franchises are uns unsustainable. There's pitfalls that people mm -hmm. fall into all the time. Um, mm -hmm. It's so meta that this film falls into those exact pitfalls, but yeah. they can't be that stupid that they don't know that because they're working in a meta universe, which then makes me think because they, right. So let's just try to get this like, okay, it's a bit repetitive. The whole notion is scream Two, right? The spirit of scream Two. It's mm. going to be a family, killers. Um, look at the franchise rules and stuff like that. It's a family of killers. But the thing is, Mindy does say it's not going to be that simple. It's not going to be a simple. It is, though. But that's the thing. Are they subverting it and saying it is that simple? She said it isn't going to be that simple, but it is that simple. And they just made it Scream 2. It became very Scream 2 at the end. And mm. uh, I don't know if that's one of the things they were trying to do. And then the fact that they were looking at franchise rules and trying to tie it in. I thought five did really well was talk about toxic fandom, you know, no matter what your thoughts are on it. I thought it did that really well, Reddit and all that. And this was like, so what their franchise will say, I written them down here, right? Uh, first of all, it took them this long to realize they're in a franchise, which is interesting because when does a franchise start? Uh, I thought five would have been the one to do this in, but I'm a different ghost face. You're, you're not, you're not a different ghost face. You're, you're almost exactly the same as what we just had. All people, all people are expendable, which is an absolute running joke. Cause they must know that, you know, that's, that's a running joke. It will be the opposite of what happened last time. It didn't like that is screen two. Again, it isn't the opposite. It's kind of the same and everything is going to be bigger. Now I enjoy New York. I, mean, I guess it was a dad instead of a mom. Yeah. <laughs> And an extra kid, and an extra kid. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah. almost to a T. They all turn wacky, maniacal in that last third, mm -hmm. which is a scream trope. I get it. Um, I would have liked it to be a bit more, maybe about the grief rather than the the. Oh, I'm Randy again. Not Randy. I'm um, Timothy Oliphant. What's his name again? Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Mickey yeah. yeah, or I'm Mickey again, and it's like I loved Mickey, and you want to go weird. I know Stu and. Billy did it really well, but when they turn, it just didn't land for me that Dermot Mulroney is like really over the top. Like it's so campy, yeah. but then there's parts of this film that are campy anyway. I think the, the geek off where they're like, Oh, scream to psycho. I love the psycho two reference, but who says original front Friday, the uh, original nightmare isn't the best. Oh, we're both like the original. Of course. Oh no. Okay. Right. Okay. Mike, there we go. Dream Warriors. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Mike on there too. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Absolutely. Fans. Okay. Now yep. I know I'm dealing yep. with. Now yep. I know I'm dealing with. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but I love Dream Warriors. Actually, the remake I think is the best. <laughs> <laughs> the remake. Amazing. Yeah. Right. So I don't know what you yeah. guys think to that then. The laying out of the rules, the franchises, this is why, they're not killing off characters in, on the subway. What did you guys, where do you land with that kind of rules? The commentary that he was coming with. I didn't care because I feel like they didn't follow the rules that they set up. I, cause like, okay. Yeah. The only thing that was bigger was the, the deaths were, were gorier, which I definitely enjoyed, mm. but I don't remember if they said anything about the main characters being expendable or not. I don't remember what the actual, commentary was around that mm. but yeah. it seemed like they weren't expendable at all because you didn't kill a single fucking one of them but is that so subversion that, 
But is that the subversion, Mike? That's what I can't figure out. I didn't think about that until you said it. Until you said it, I never thought about it. Like that, Mm. maybe that was the point. Mm. Um, And that is is an interesting take, Cam. Uh, I just, if that's what they were going for, I still didn't dig it. Like at least, no, they didn't execute it at all because at least make it semi-believable. But I think you might be onto something because all of the kills were absolutely fucking ridiculous and it didn't kill anyone. No yeah. one died, but they all got fucked up. And the main one that pissed me off the most, and I know we're not supposed to be in the negative territory, but I just live in the negative territory. Uh, <laughs> Chad, like how oh, does Chad yeah. get stabbed? He gets stabbed 35 times in five. Then he gets stabbed <laughs> another 35 times in six. And he's still like, oh, I'm good, bro. Like, are you serious? It's like, Dewey. Yeah, no, that's what I got. He's Dewey, isn't he? Like, the, Dewey yeah. is, is Dewey that guy. Dewey ever got stabbed like once. Th- like, th- they would stab him I mean. in the back. He would fold down. That's, this dude got like he got full torso. His yeah. whole torso got I do up. not know what the thinking was there. I think they I got carried either. away with the amazing, which it was amazing to see on the big screen of two ghost face cleaning the knife simultaneously. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I can see why that's that was cool. dope. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see why that's cool. I can see why you want that to happen. But then why are you extending it to the point where you do that and then don't kill him? And these mm, are the things yeah. that I know they've said that um, Neve Campbell leaving, Nev Campbell leaving mm. wasn't going to change the story a lot. But this is when I started looking at the plot holes of this film. And there are lots of plot holes, right? I started thinking, do you reckon her leaving made this worse than it should have been? And I don't The dialogue is so bad. Like at one point where they go, she had a happy ending, you know, let her have a happy mm-hmm. ending. And I just thought that is a kick in the teeth for Nev Campbell, who wants to get paid, who wanted to get yeah, paid yeah. for this film and didn't get a happy ending. The character might have, but Nev Campbell's there like, well, hold on a minute, where's my money? You know what I mean? And um, that that <laughs> kind of stuck out to me. And there's some bad dialogue generally. What's that, what's, he going, what's the Dermot say again? You guys have been through so much. <laughs> when they're at the shrine, and it was such a good shrine yeah. scene, mm-hmm. I was into the Easter eggs and then... What are you saying, dog? Like, what is this? Uh, but back to Chad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely with you. There isn't, although there are bigger scenes, there are, like you said, bigger, gorier kills. Mm. Sheriff Judy Hicks and her son hit me harder. I don't Oof. know why that is. Same. Way harder. Same. Yep. So yep. it's not as big. It's a bit more simple, in fact. It's around one little location, her beating the cop yeah. to get home. Mm. yeah i don't know maybe it's because the character had a bit more and i love lemon squares it's like yeah maybe that's what it is i need to see where she's like and i love all that that kind of stuff but in this the, the characters who did die uh were completely expendable and thinly written mm-hmm. uh so yeah, yeah. I, i'm with that ladder scene i don't know what you guys think i thought again a bonus it's not as good as the police car climbing out the front that is all time mm-hmm. but um for you guys ladder scene i like the i like the ladder scene um and I, I don't know if I'm misremembering Judgment Light Night, but it, it feels like an uh, homage to Judgment Night because mm. there's a scene where they have to go across two buildings on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Is this Judgment Night rap rock soundtrack Judgment Night? Yeah. Yeah, the one this. that people still get psyched for. Love that. I, that's that's <laughs> me. I love that soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> love yeah. this. <laughs> yep. Can't tell me shit about that Booyah Tribe song. Boy. Booyah Tribe. Wow. Hell yeah. Tribe. I'm living like a criminal in Criminal beat. <laughs> 
And I'm respected in the hood like a G. That shit is hard, bro. Right. You know what? I'm just putting this out right now. For all the hip hop heads who say, why are you talking about horror? I want to talk about hip hop. You just got a Booyah Tribe reference. And that's, that's yeah. the quota filled. <laughs> Our hip hop quota is filled. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, go on then. I like the Judgment Night tie-in. I've not heard this uh, yet. So Me either. Yeah, mm. that's dope. Yeah, I, I just remember. I mean, that's really it. It's just that they had a scene that was similar to that. I remember mm. when, I, when they showed the latter scene in the preview, I was like, Judgment Night. I mean, for a movie that's like all about wow. its references, yeah. You know, I don't know if it is wow. or was, but you know that made me think of that. Um, but I, I thought that scene was was pretty fantastic. Um, you know, like the the shaking the ladder while she's going across. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah kind of want that to be Sam in the next one like you know taking fun with the kill and it be because we're yeah. there, in mm. seven is she going to be the killer they're, <clears throat> they're alluding to it aren't they and if it is it I think she's got it in her to pull off the turn I do think she's got it in her it oh, heavily yeah. depends on the writing um and be the first one to get away with it and mm. oh this is why I love four she was so close she was the closest to yeah. get, almost get away with it and she just could not um, another thing by that well no no go on ladder scene I haven't talked to Mike about the ladder scene what did you think mate oh I love I loved the ladder scene too I thought it was I mean it didn't make any sense of course because why the fuck would that dude I can't remember his name what was his he's the guy good looks like fucking I like him looks like Alchemist what's his name he does yeah. look like Alchemist he's from I can't think of his name he's from She-Hulk I've seen him in that um, oh. yeah I don't know hold on I've got it here somewhere Ram's roommate Sam's roommate Quinn uh, Josh Segura that's it yes that's his name mm-hmm. okay Josh so, yeah, Segura's his real name Mm. Oh, I think his name was David. I think his name was David, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why the fuck David living on a fucking an apartment in, in New York has a long-ass ladder like that, but that's not that big of a deal. I definitely was super annoyed by the fact that the chick was stabbed in the stomach and her fucking intestines are coming out, and she's like, oh, I can still climb across this ladder. I would yeah. have liked yeah. it more if she just convinced Mindy that she was going to help them mm. and then stayed behind and tried to fight off Ghostface and got fucked up. Mm. And then I wish that death on the ladder would have been one of the others. Like if yeah. whoever, like if Mindy actually fell off the ladder, cause that death was rad. Yeah. The way her yeah, fucking was great, face <laughs> banged yeah. into the trash can. Right. I was the only one in the theater, but I fucking busted out <laughs> laughing so hard. It was the noise. It was the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, oh, jeez. Oh, like, that, that shit hurt, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the, yeah, fuck? What the fuck? But you know, maybe it's Alaska's terrifier kind of uh, just influence washing off on me. But I was mm. waiting for insides are coming out. They've not just like they showed the stab and the twist and the yeah. going, oh, they sh- the, that. Oh, okay. You know, gorier, nastier, very nasty film at times. Um, I was thinking, are, she, are bits just going to fall out of her as she's going over the ladder? Because I, I was thinking of Terrifier and how gory that is. Yeah. And I was wondering if that's been, yeah. if that's going to inform anything in this. I don't think it does, but mm. if it was to inform anything, a bedroom scene with a girl with her insides out kind of is Terrifier. And I thought if she mm-hmm. climbed on that ladder and I thought, no, please don't. If she makes this, but just bits are falling out of the stomach. And I was like, this. Are they going to do this? And they didn't do it. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, geez, yeah, that 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 last headbang, and and then. Like, or, or 
Go ahead. If she got away and he just grabbed the edge of the intestines and as she walked, it just kept pulling. Oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been that terrifying. Would have been that would have been yeah. terrifying. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's one of the extras, I suppose. Uh, bodega scene, I loved the bodega scene because it was just so different. And I think I was waiting for something different. I know we'd seen it in the trailer, in the promo images and stuff like yeah. that. But again, I'm not sure what you guys thought. I think it was very, it was so simply written how he gets the shotgun, you know, the big guy trying to stand up to him. That was all mm -hmm. so simple. It's more of the aesthetics of him with the mm -hmm. shotgun, which got mm -hmm. me. Uh, for you guys, what, what did you think to the bodega scene or any other, uh, like the shrine, any other bits that you were like, yeah, man, those, those scenes really stood out to me. I, I thought the bodega scene was really cool. I wish we didn't see any of it beforehand like yeah. they, they showed the whole scene beat for beat in like mm -hmm. the original promo um and it was so cool and so tense um i, I thought it would have been really cool not to see any of that yeah. but yeah it was it was well done it had a real like sort of authentic feel although it was a little crowded like bodegas aren't usually that crowded oh. but uh <laughs> you know what you uh, yeah uh, yeah sorry for my new york nitpicking <laughs> it's based in new york there's no cat there's no goddamn <laughs> no, cat. no cat it's based in new york so i was waiting for some of the new york hate man of course come on yeah mike what did you think man or any of the scenes that you guys have got in in mind uh once again we are in perfect agreement i liked the bodega scene i just didn't like the fact that we saw the entire thing in the trailer i don't even know why they chose to do that because we rarely see as far back as i can think we rarely see ghostface in mask with a fucking gun like no. I'm, I'm used yeah. to, I'm used to him. Right? Have we seen him with a gun before? I've, I think didn't they, they had a gun in one, but it, he wasn't wearing the mask or yeah. suit. So there's killers okay. with guns. Obviously, Billy's mum as well, Mickey's mum. Sorry, but like, yeah, you don't get. Yeah, you. Don't, I don't see. I've never seen that, and it just looked okay. Great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that was that was dope. And the fact that like, yeah, the the big dude jumps out. Oh, he takes him out pretty easily. Mm. But yeah, the entire scene with them crawling on the floor. Oof. It was super tense. It was like, all right, we know they're going to live, but how, mm. like, how yeah. are they going to do this? So I was, I was, I was there for it, but, um, the shrine scene was also really cool. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the scenes in this movie were really aesthetically pleasing. It was just a matter of you had to completely turn your brain off for any of them to work mm. yeah. um, more than I've had to in the past. I'm used yeah. to having to not think about stuff, but it was just like, all right, I really have to like, ignore everything that's happening here for this to make sense yeah yeah, uh, yeah. the one really cool thing in the shrine and it wasn't the shrine scene it was like at the end when they dropped the tv on dude's head yeah oh that was funny yeah i just i just love that because everybody's like um Stu live like he just had a tv dropped on his head no way he dies <laughs> And the only people saying that are people that never had to move a TV like that when they were back, when they were young. <laughs> I mean, they never moved and had a TV that was. shits are heavy as hell. They really yeah. are. Yeah. 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 That first scream. It's not a flat screen that hits your head. Yeah. When that right. first, in the first scream, when Stu gets it, he's dead, bro. Like we've all carried them tellies upstairs. We know, we know, we know that guy's gone. Again, though, alluding to bits like that, Stu's TV in there. I love the fact mm. that they've got the TV in there. That's great. Yeah. Um, mm. But that scene did. Oh, sorry. Cam. No, 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 no. Go, Mike. Yeah, go. Yeah. That that death did bother me because, again, it was like, bro, you just you stuck a fucking knife in his mouth and twisted yeah. it. And he came back, not like crawling on the ground. Like, uh, no, he came back like full power. 
Like yeah. what, what's happening? A lot of people claim like, full power in this film. A yeah. Lot of, yeah, but that, that's always been the the killer always comes back until the headshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was going to take the place of the headshot because it was the knife, it was, yeah, yeah, the knife in the mouth was um, But yeah. at what point though? What point do you? And this is just hard for any artistic thing, be it music or whatever. At what point mm. do you stop leaning on the past as reference points and truly mm. do new stuff that will be referenced later? And that's what Screen 5 kind mm. of did a little bit with the ghost and that kind of thing mm. and, the and you know, the, the lineage from the serial killer and not the lineage mm -hmm. from the quote-unquote good side, you know, the, 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 the good characters, not Randy or something like that. So interesting yeah. that they still are referencing and we're all here for it. Um, at yep. what point does it become a little bit empty though? Because in this, I love Kirby and Kirby was one of my favorite like characters in four. Um, Me too. And I love the way she lists off that ending. And I was like, oh my God, go girl, go. You know, she's like yep. listing them all off. And I think that kind of element of bringing her back, I don't really know she, they brought her back where I was the same feeling for her. I just didn't get that. So mm -hmm. I love that she's still in it. And they're trying to tie all the films in, but I don't know if she did enough. They Sally Hardest Eater. Oh, yeah. Like, she was pointless, mm. right? They made it seem mm -hmm. like she was going to be a badass, and it was like, you were eliminated. You're done. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So it's this FBI thing, and which is an interesting term, but yeah, again, and this is the thing where I was like, yeah, again, the franchise rules, you're bringing people back, there's multiverses, all this, you know, you're doing all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, I'm not sure at what point it becomes a bit more like, yeah, we get it, Chad is Dewey, but when are you doing something new with him, you know, kind of thing? And uh, although he's, he's yeah. definitely not built like Dewey, he's, 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 a bit, <laughs> he's a fucking adult, he's what in that house party, he's just, he was wearing like no top, and I didn't see yeah. any stab wounds. And I was like, come on, guys. Some stab wounds, right? Or maybe I missed yeah. that. Maybe I missed that. No, but, you didn't. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, because he got done yeah. in number five. Um, so we're well, going go to go to plot points, negative bits. Um, mm. Just to touch on, though, because I don't think I got to ask you guys what I th that That thing that I think they did well, I'm not sure what you guys thought, but maybe it's because I have... St um, I don't know if you watched the HBO doc recently, uh, the This Place Rules. It came out last year. Who's mm -hmm. it? Andrew Callahan. And uh, it's about QAnon, about the Capitol Hill riots, but it's... it's Oh, I started watching that, but yeah. Yeah, and it was about conspiracy theories and how people believe in mm. Pizzagate and stuff like that. But these are real people who are, who are like he's talking to who genuinely believe that shit. Mm. Um, I like that this touched on similar things because I thought this is an interesting thing to be commenting on in this era we're in of conspiracy theories and people fully over here we have brexit and people are still fully believing things they were told so in this it was like okay let's go there about you know what do we do when that happens to one of the characters um and i just thought that kind of pop culture reference was quite kind of cool um is it half baked yes i don't think they fully follow through on it i think like mm -hmm. um it, what it does well, and they didn't really talk on it, but it's only through overthinking. You know, Richie in the last one, right? So this is all linked to Richie, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. ending is all linked to him. They even have that Twin Peaks kind of font that he's done that film with. Yeah, I'm kind of here for all that. But um, what he said at the end of five exactly came true in six. And they didn't really explain that that well. You had to think about it a little bit. Where I was like, he wants everyone to think Sam's the killer. Um and now a large pop well, maybe not large, but a section of the world thinks she is the killer. And so he kind of gets what he wants. And then Dermot saying, I know what you did to him. You know, you could have just killed yeah. him, but you savaged him and people need to know. 
And I was, this was an interesting little wrinkle I think was half-baked and they didn't really go into, but I like the idea of at least dipping their toe into it. What did you guys think to all that, all that kind of commentary to it? Did you, did it land for you? Did you want more? Yeah, it's, it seemed tacked on. Like the whole, mm. the whole first half of the movie seemed like it was going to be a commentary on true crime. Okay. Right. They all the way down to the last podcast on the left poster in the first dude's yeah. house. Yeah. Good reference. Right. Like I was like, okay, this is going to be something about true crime. Like, cool. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe they would get into like the cult of Ghostface. I don't know. But like, I don't know. The, the whole like forcing the Richie angle on at the end and, you know, I, I get the conspiracy thing part with her. Like, I see where that would manifest from, but I feel like that would spread out of true crime culture mm. more than it would out of conspiracy culture because, you know, every like true crime podcast or subreddit or site is like people with their own theories about the crime. Mm-hmm. It's not so much like QAnon conspiracy to me. Like, that was Halloween Kills, like Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, of course. Um, no, definitely. That, that did the same thing. Like, to me, it, it like read heavy into the true crime thing. Like, you even think of like, like whenever there's a tragedy, you got people on Reddit like pointing out who they think the killer is ruining people's mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was like commenting on that type of shit. Um, but like tacking Richie onto the end of it just didn't didn't do it. I don't know. Like it didn't hit, it didn't land for me that way. Like it felt like they were trying to make two different movies. Mm. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I feel the same way again. I feel like it was uh, there was not a lot of commitment there. It seemed like. Um, and I, I meant to look up before we started this if these were the same writers as as five. Mm. Um, they were, it, yeah. It was. Wow. It doesn't I feel think like so, it. Yeah. Jo- Bro, it James, really doesn't James feel like Vanderbilt, it. James Vanderbilt. He he did the scream. I uh, know no, people don't like ambulance. Ready or not. Um, I think he actually mm. did something on Zodiac, and I love Zodiac. Wow. So yeah, guy, Zodiac's great. Yeah. So this guy yeah. has done written some of my favorite films, and he did the last scream. So that's what makes me think about the Nev Campbell thing more. Or maybe I'm scratching too much into like explanations. Maybe it's just not that at all. But maybe, like I was thinking, why was it so poorly written in parts, including the dialogue? Mm. Like, Did they have a different idea for this? I don't know. Maybe is that leaning into what happens in the next one? And we can only wait for that. But um, yeah, I think the film, Mm. What again, tying it all up, is that this film, for all its good things it does do, it does give it kind of betrays our trust a little bit as fans a little bit it gives us loads of fan <laughs> service it does you gave us load of fan service and i love that the easter eggs are off the chain in the subway <laughs> scene alone right but you're also telling us look how good these core four are we all seem to be fans of the core four which is down to the writing and the acting and the performances yes uh these protagonists are great we love them and they say they can do something different now we can go a different way mm-hmm. like when she's explaining the rules but they show us the exact opposite of that in this film. And that's what kind yeah. of gets me where it's like, yeah, maybe they're, they're, they're kind of going a different way is a bit more subtle. Like they're reveling in the kills at the end and stuff like that. And they're not the final girls who are like, I'm not my boyfriend. I'm not my old dad, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, I am really, maybe that's the subtle yes. kind of thing. But I don't, I think, yeah, that, that bit didn't land for me as much. So I've got a list here. And it's just called Problems, guys, right? <laughs> so, and, and, and I know we've been doing this for an hour, but I think we've kind of covered the positives. Um, and obviously, you know, go anywhere you want, want with these. But my almost my top problem, apart from the re- reveal probably being the worst reveal, uh, is Gail. Is Gail oh, with us? I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, like, go. They, they wrapped it up at the end of the last one. Even at the end, like, they don't, uh, her and Sydney being like, they don't need us anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Like we got it from here, basically. Yes. And yet, mm-hmm. like they wasted fucking like thirty minutes of screen time on her. Mm-hmm. I love her as well, but I think we all like the character, yes. right? I think it's no this, need for it. There's a retcon here beyond retcon. Like yeah. I don't know if they understand how severe their retconning is of of Gail. You've given her this arc of going back and fro, back and fro. You know, she's left Dewey now. She's, you know, and so you think, yeah, I get it now. And then they gave her that nice rap at the end of five. Why on earth are you going back to mm. her being snidey reporter person as well? Mm-hmm. When there's a clear avenue right next to it, you could have written this in the borders when you're doing the script where, yes, she does go back to writing books. Yes, she does go back to reporting this this uh, murder mystery stuff that's happened. But she does it to disprove the conspiracy theory. Why don't mm. they just do that? Like, if you're gonna do this, where she covers what she she goes back on her word, do it for something that she really feels it's worth going back on. Because she promised this to Dewey as well. Like, you know, come on, you're giving that such an empty payoff. Where it's like, surely she cared enough about Dewey not to do this again. And it's like, no, mm. she don't. She don't yeah. care. She's got a big muscular bloke now who just satisfies her needs and. Can't do well in a fight. Uh, and again, great kill. Like all their muscles for nothing. Love that line. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was why, great why is she in this? Why is she in this? And I'm so glad we're together because I didn't want to be the guy who hates on Gail because I love Gail. The bangs, everything. Her character's been great. I just didn't understand why you're going back when there's such easier things you could have done with her. And I don't know if there were, I don't know. I don't know how that got missed, man. Uh, Mike, Gail. I don't, I'm with, I don't need Gail. Gail, her last movie should have been the last one. Um, I don't think, I don't know that I agree necessarily, not necessarily with what you're saying, Cam, but um, other people have been saying that, you know, Nev Campbell's absence is a big reason this movie's bad. And I'm like, I don't think so, because I think their explanation for her not being there made complete sense. It made uh, yeah. absolute sense. I don't mind her not being in it. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't really bother me, but Gail... I didn't need her in the movie. And I know this sounds mean, but like at this point, Courtney Cox, you know, running around looking like Michael Jackson. I don't need her in these films anymore because I can't even tell when she's scared. Like, are you scared? Are you mad? Are you happy? Like, what the fuck are you? And again, I'm not trying to harp on her on her uh, appearance or anything. But at this point, she's not necessary. Mm. And her appearance is not helping it. It's just like let her fucking go mm. and then you yeah. you stabbed her again and, and she kept her alive. again why yeah i don't understand that it's such a again either. are they doing this in seven to kill them off but they understand that they can they can do it well you did it well with dewey yes there's plot holes right yes there are plot holes but that is a standout scene to me i can forgive the plot holes because <laughs> of the other stuff the scene carries the weight it carries yeah this I like the chase. I like the fact that Ghostface was, what does he say to her? He said something really cool, actually, where he was like, you'd have been a great Ghostface. And that started getting my mind going, where I was like, yeah, what if in three, she was the Ghostface? And I hadn't really, Mm. maybe it's just me, but I hadn't really considered Gail as a Ghostface candidate. But when he, I think that's what he says before he uh, goes after her in the, in the flat. Um, but again, great set piece, as in like, I've never seen such a plush flat. And the way, the, another k- good kill is the guy, the therapist, the way he gets it as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. and a great scene with Sam and the therapist where she's like, yeah, I know, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. And he just sort of mm-hmm. goes, 
He's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need yeah. To- He's like, I'm not built for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to actually yeah. report this, uh, which was which was great. It is kill, cool, although we all saw it coming. The shadow in the in the kind of frosted glass of Ghostface, and so yeah. Sorry, back to Gale. I'm so glad we're all on that. Uh, I've got plot points here, but I do think um, final act. We have kind of covered why we don't like it. I think my biggest problem. And it was like a balloon just being let down when it happened. Mm. I just couldn't believe. I don't mind you going back to rehash a storyline of revenge. I don't mind that. But they were so raw and underdeveloped. And then they switched to these maniac clowns, which didn't work. Because Stu and uh, mm, yeah. Mickey, every, everyone who's been maniacal at the end, uh, Jack Quaid, he's perfect example in the last film. He's had a buildup of yeah. kind of earning it. In this, I'm like... Oh, the female housemate, and I would never. I kind of guessed the c- cop was the killer, but I didn't get that she ever would be. I didn't think they'd fake a death. But then mm. that's when you start pl- putting plot holes, right, guys? Like you faked her death, and he says, "Oh, I put a prosthetic. I, I use a prosthetic." Do you think no one's going to notice on, this? <laughs> no exactly. One, yeah. Autopsy, exactly. you know, autopsy ambulance crew. No one's going to notice that. No, that's fine. The no, fact that. Yeah. He's, he, I'm going to blame it on the killers. This I don't know if I'm getting this wrong. Like, get me, get, let me know if I'm getting this wrong. But I'm going to blame it on the killers at the beginning. So Jason, the other guy's watching uh, Jason Takes Manhattan at the beginning. Mm. So yeah. I'm going to blame it on him and his mate because um, I've put this whole shrine in their name. They're trying to explain this thing. And I was like, yeah, but you're killing them now. And they're going to go, but yeah. they're already dead. Like It's just such a weird yeah. idea to try to do these kind of... Again, maybe they're leaning into some fan service and what number seven is going to be about. But I didn't, these plot holes just started going more and more and more crazy. Cause when he's like, mm. oh, yeah, you know how easy it is to move in with you as a flatmate. But I'm like, yeah, but you know how easy it is for Mindy just to look on, like, do any kind of reporting on Jack Quaid and see he has a dad and two, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Gail. Gail's such a good reporter, mm-hmm. right? Why is she, mm-hmm. why isn't she uncovered this? You know what I mean? Like, she found out. Well, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this was a huge news story, and nobody knew that that dude was his dad. Yeah. Think about, like, when there's, like, a spree killer or something right now. Like, a a kid that shoots up a a school or something. Like, you know Mm -hmm. who that kid's parents are immediately. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that until you brought it up, but yeah. But also. Right. Yeah. So this, again, I'm I'm not mad here. She does say, you know, they're like franchises. It's like Stab 2, but it won't be that simple. So you have watched Stab 2. You know the family can be the killer. If you're that good at doing rules, the family's probably the killer. So why aren't you right. looking at the guy's family again? And I know five mm-hmm. has plot. I know all of them have plot holes, but um, I do think that last kind of just ending to it kind of just made them glaringly open. And um, how much to scream to or not? I don't know. That just did not land for me. I think. I think it might get better on a rewatch. I'm not sure what you guys think. I think, I don't know. Would you rewatch this? Does Is it too fully Scooby-Doo for you where you go, I can't do this ending? Or wh- where do you think you'll go with it? Are you going to give it another chance? You gave Texas another chance, Alaska. So you gave 2022 yeah. Texas another chance. So you have. I started like, the more I thought about Texas, the more like, I was like, oh, that was fun. Mm. I don't feel like this was fun. Interesting. Anymore, right? Like, mm. I don't know. Like even like, did you guys stay till the end credit scene? I saw it. I after. almost did. I didn't see it. I saw it after. But yeah, I, I read before I went in. I was like, oh, there's an end credit scene. I watched the whole thing, 
Like that was an extra slap to the face. I was like, really? Why? What was it? Tell us more if people haven't watched it. It, it was just, it was just Mindy going, not every movie has to have an end credit scene. <laughs> Leading into the franchise. And it was scene. at the very, it wasn't, it wasn't even like mid credits. It was the last fucking thing. <laughs> I was so salty. Like on top of like being disappointed in the movie, like they're, that, then, I was just like, they're then pissing you. in your face. They're literally <laughs> pissing yeah. in your face at the end going, aha. Yeah. And yeah. you stayed an extra yeah, six shit minutes. in my mouth and calling it a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> what a review for Scream 6 that is. Uh, but yeah. that's okay. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. I did not. I, yeah. I didn't think about that way. You have to sit through six minutes of credits to get to there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so what are you, Mike? Would you go back and revisit this? You think? Um, I might, I might, if it's, if it pops up on, on Netflix or mm. Hulu or some shit and I'm bored, I have absolutely nothing else to do. Yeah. I'll give it another go, but, um, am I going to seek it out? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I yeah. might, I think, cause I, I, my things with scream do change. Even screen three isn't as bad. Although we'll do our rankings in a minute. Actually, I just want to know your rankings generally. Uh, I, I do think that my Scream revisits, I do get a lot out of them. So I think I will with this because I think like 70% of the film, 80% of the film is really good and mm, yeah. does, does do good bits for me. It's just that 30% just feels like 80. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it just feels like, oh well, man. Yeah. So it wasn't spread out. It was like all at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like the impression they left you with. Like it's like, yeah, falling in love with somebody and then finding out they're cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people do go watch this back again with that end scene. Although there are moments, uh, you know, to be fair, you could level this at the at radio silence, the directors themselves, when she goes, you got to let me go. You got to let me go. It's kind of mm. like, guys, it's seven. Seven's coming up. You're going to have to let them go. I know you don't want to. And I know they keep yes. coming back miraculously on drugs and the best head. I don't know what you guys have got over the US for medical care, but it must be incredible that these guys are getting stabbed like 30, <laughs> 40 times and they're still coming back because that would not happen on the NHS at all. Uh, but this is this. Well, is- it's because they're in New York. They got the learning hospitals. So, oh, you know. right. I see. I see. <laughs> they're really good at hospital systems in New York. <laughs> but this is so i'm interested in what happens in seven uh what do you guys think where do you think they'll take it have you got any hypotheses have you got any kind of predictions are you ha- are you happy with where it's like what, what do you think is going to happen mm, i have a i have a hypothesis of what i think they're going to do with seven i don't think they'll do it honestly but right i would kind of be interested if in seven maybe if this is going to be the last one if they kind of make it to where there is some kind of weird supernatural thing going on with this mask Mm. because I mean, that's been like a big gripe for a lot of people. Like when they put the mask on all of a sudden they have super strength. And then for the last two movies, we've been seeing the ghost of, of Loomis popping up. If they just go ahead and go all the way there, the way they had that random ass shit in terrifier two. Yeah. If they go ahead and they make some weird random ass supernatural shit with the mask in seven, I think I'd be cool with it, but Isn't that I don't Halloween think they're going to do that. Mate? Isn't that Halloween ends? They do supernatural shit there, and we all shit yeah. on that last year. So, although, whisper it, I think I need to rewatch Halloween ends. I don't know. No, you don't. I just keep... <laughs> no, you don't. I don't you know, because I've been hearing a few, like, you know, like things start changing after a year and people are like, do you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as you think. And there's a few more people. It's just there. people who need content. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's just people who need content. Okay. So- if you stop before it gets to Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers, it probably makes it better. Like, <laughs> yes. Stop it once she kills uh, yeah. Corey Carpenter. But again, yeah. a few similarities here. Intro scene was yeah. great. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Let you down. Yeah, these things do. Uh, so I, I'm, I like that, Mike, though. I like that, what you're saying with the supernatural thing. I think Sam will kind of at least err to killing an innocent person of some mm-hmm. sort. I think that's kind of on... They're playing with it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure how many old things they can rehash unless they do something very brand new, leading to the franchise thing of this, and be like, this could go anywhere now. We could multiverse it or like put it to off... Like, sp- like you know just spring off into other characters. Maybe that's what number seven is going to be about is kind of yeah. making this launch pad for that. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. They, they, I think I'd hope it's really brand new. It should be quite good. Even if they don't land it, I'm here for that. Wait, can I, can I give my theory? Oh, sorry. Alaska. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Alaska. What's yours? So this is the assumption that this is the last one. Uh, um, mm, mm. We get through the whole thing. Everybody dies. <laughs> Every single character gets killed. Wow. You flash to the like everybody oh. the ambulances pull off you pull into somebody's house you see them open a drawer and there's the mask in there and it flashes up and it's sydney she's killed everybody <laughs> oh shit. so that there can never be or like Ghost anything thing. else to go with it she's the one that had to end it yo everything is linked it. to your past right so mm. if she takes down <laughs> everyone linked to her past mm. she, that she'll never yep. I'm up. You should write the next. Everybody screen. linked to the mask is killed. <laughs> yeah, I think that it'll be because it'll be a thousand times worse than this one if I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, fresh, new Sydney coming back for that big payoff. Do the Marlon Brando Superman thing where they give her a million dollars just for one scene and just be like, right, mm. here's your paycheck, yeah. and, and don't even list her in the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that would be right. that would be, like, that'd be dope. like yeah, 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 even make like a whole big thing like they did this time like she wanted to be in it but yeah they didn't want to give me the money and then boom yeah that'd be amazing things we'd like to keep though into the next one i think there's a few things i love the brazenness of it's very terrifier very um terrifying Mm -hmm. his brazenness of killing there's that in bodega scene yeah there's a very brazen the fact that they're doing it on a train again it's Mm -hmm. very much what is it collateral that's just the end of collateral really no one Mm -hmm. caring about the person who's dead on a train i've seen that before but i'd like the core four i'd like the brazenness to stay um i think i'm going to really feel it when they do kill one of the core four Gail has got to go. I love Gail, but she's got to go. Either not be in it or, you know, that kind of thing. Before we leave then, rankings, rankings, and anything you'd like to keep, actually, sorry, anything you'd like to keep from this film in the next one, and then your rankings of all the screams. Mike. Um, I'll, 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 I don't actually have rankings cause I feel like I need to go back and rewatch them Okay, before I, before I try to give a ranking. So Alaska, you can give yours. Cause I can't, I know, I know I like one the most mm. and I'd probably go one and then, uh, five, mm. but after that I'd have to think about. So five is, <laughs> so five I, is number two for you. One five that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to stop there. Five at number yeah. Two. I love yeah. that. Love that. Uh, so I, I have the same top two as Mike. Um, one in five. Wow. And then probably two, four, three, and six. Similar to mine, I can't put two ahead of, yeah. I have to put two ahead of five. I just recently watched two mm. again. And uh, the Omega Beta Zeta thing, where they have that whole, 
again, a reference to that, actually. I did catch that. Uh, they they talk about, are you going to pledge for Omega Vay and Zeta? And I was like, oh, shit, that's uh, oh, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar's. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar's, um, uh, where she dies, is in that fraternity, in that, in that sorority house, right? Hmm. Um, another, I've got Easter eggs for you, by the way, guys. I sent one to Alaska on WhatsApp today. Anyone who's wearing plaid shirts are a killer. Do not trust. There is an image going around where everyone who's a killer is wearing a plaid shirt at some point. Now that might ruin Scream Seven, but it's even in number mm. six. He's the 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 son who turns out to be wacky son at the end with a knife in the mouth. He even is wearing one as well. I was like, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but we have other. I mean, uh, I've got a few here. I, I, what was the one that I really enjoyed? There was one here. Right. Oh yeah. So the Powerpuff Girls, and I didn't know this, but Mojo Jojo, who is voiced by Roger L. Jackson, Ghostface is a fucking oh, wow. Easter egg on in this film. And I was like, no way, they actually did that. And he, I mean, the voice is great again. And I'm glad, by the way, circling back to what you said at the beginning, I'm glad they didn't change that. Like you you do mm. have that worry when he's on the phone normally and you're like, oh shit, they're not going to, they're going to do this. No, don't do that. You need the voice. Um, but yeah, no, I, there's loads of references in there. The Babadook was a good one because that's what she talked about in the, yeah. in the in screen five, isn't it? Um, okay. Yeah. My ranking's pretty similar. One, two, four, five. Yeah, four above five. Four above five for me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're both so good though. One, two, four, five, yeah. six, three is where I'm going. So guys, uh, any th- what's the best horror you've watched recently, by the way? Uh, that's one way I wanted to end on was, yes, we, we've talked about Scream 6, but is there a horror film you can recommend that you've watched recently? Do feel free to check your Letterboxd because Letterboxd caught I'm- a stray in this. Letterbox- and guys called Chad. I think there's one thing, I don't know how that is for you guys, but they did say his name is Chad. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. Uh, but Letterbox caught a stray yeah. in this film. And uh, as a Letterbox head, I was uh, quite upset by that. Do you know what I watched um, that you were recommended was the um, oh, Retaliators. Retaliators. Yeah, that movie. Oh yeah, fucking yeah, awesome. I watched it. That was dope. That yeah, was dope. Yeah. The twist on that was like I was so thrown. I was like, this is yeah building to be a typical revenge movie, and then that twist, I was like, whoa, it's turned yeah. into dead. It went. Yeah. That one's that one's fucking fantastic. That no one's yeah. talking about. Yeah. So I'm glad y'all That's dug really it. Good. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I bought it to, just to watch. Oh, it. nice. I, bought it. I was like, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because it was like two more dollars to buy it than rent it. So I was like, I'm buying it. Yeah, why not? No, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, interesting where it went. I did not see it coming at all. Uh, what other ones have I got? I haven't really watched any horrors recently. I've been going on the old school yeah. team. Uh, Knock at the Cabin. It's kind of a horror. I, I enjoyed moments of that. M. Night Shalaman. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it yet. It's It's on my list. I just watched Becky. Have you guys seen that? No, Becky. What's Becky? I did, but I don't remember it. I know I saw it. It's though. like, it's, it's, it's almost like a survival kind of horror thing. Maybe a little bit like it's, um, this family goes to their country house and these, uh, escaped convicts come there because they have to get like some key. It's just basically a MacGuffin, right, but right, like right. the young daughter, Becky just ends up fucking annihilating everyone. <laughs> like, uh, Kevin James. Plays, oh, like, a Nazi. oh, yes. She's a really young girl, like a little girl. Yeah. I did yeah, see that. Like, I don't remember yeah. much of it, though. I need oh, to watch it again. Was, I need to check that. It was pretty good. The sequel's coming out. That's what made me watch it. Right. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So, well, Jess, I got a bounce. Yeah. No, mm. absolutely. Got, uh, Thank you, guys, up, so. for your time, for the Scream Chat. People out there, do go check these guys' work out, and we shall catch you soon. Peace. Indeed. Peace, peace. Later. Peace.